Hey friend, it's David Nabinsky here. Hope you're having an amazing day. Thank you so much for your support and interest in building and growing our portfolio careers together. Have you ever transitioned? Have you ever wondered, is there anybody else going through something similar as me? Is the question and conversations I'm having in my head, is there anyone else I could talk to about these things? Well, this is how I felt a couple of months ago. And this podcast is for you. This podcast is titled Job Searching with Friends. As a reminder, all of my podcast episodes are available on my website at PortfolioCareerPodcast.com. I can be reached by email at david.nabinsky at gmail.com. And I'm on Instagram at davidnebs. N-E-B-S. I've had a lot of interest and support in my bonus podcast episodes, like the recent Empathy email workshop, and I thought to create this podcast for you, which is about a new project, a new community, a new conversation called Job Searching with Friends. Are you ready? So here's the backstory. After a nudge from a really good friend at the end of June, I posted online that I had a blind spot. Of course, it felt uncomfortable being open about this, but (laughs) like most things, no pain, no gain, right? Growth is always uncomfortable. Some of my fondest memories, experiences, and moments like starting this podcast, felt uncomfortable initially. But looking back at these moments have always been really fun, meaningful, sometimes a combination of both. How about you? Are you thinking about starting a new side hustle, launching a project, quitting, maybe feeling a little bit uncomfortable, right? This podcast is to help you think about that experience, connect with that through my job searching with friends journey. Okay. So I posted online. I said, I created this podcast, interviewed over a hundred leaders through the podcast and other events series, grown a startup from just a few employees to dozens of employees with led all key roles of the company sales, business development, partnerships, was involved with fundraising, had a lot of different spokes and components in my portfolio career. Most importantly, I'd moved to a new city, New York City, and found a wonderful group of friends that were here to support me no matter what. I'd been freelancing and building my portfolio and was curious about what other opportunities were out there felt like I had a blind spot. Does that sound familiar? So I sent a signal to the market and my friends and said, I'm available. Is there anybody that I should talk to? Any projects, any work that you think that I could support, that I could help you out with? I wanted to work on a project, a role that somebody knew me 
They knew my work. They knew what I could get done. And so that's why I posted online. I feel like it's really hard to tell when somebody is looking. You know, those LinkedIn titles. Um, it's hard to tell on Facebook. And a lot of times, this conversation doesn't really happen. There's sometimes some shame around it. Oh, you're looking for a job? Oh, oh. But it's something that we do all of the time. And it's so critical to our livelihood, our psyche, our relationships. And so I felt that the hardest part is sending a signal to your friends, to the market, to your community that you're looking. So I put it out there. And I'm so grateful for all of the support and interest that came from it. So thank you if you're listening and you reached out to me. I really appreciate it. What happened from that, I said, if you're interested and you're on a similar type of journey and you want to collaborate, talk about this, keep each other in check, let's let's talk about this. And boy, was I surprised about that. I started leading what I call job searching with friends video calls. It's been twice a week for about eight weeks now. And it has opened up so many different interesting conversations, people and friends that I knew, but I just never had really had this type of conversation. And to create the space for them has been such a gift to me. And I'm so grateful for the interest that people have had. And I wanted to share some ideas about what it's like because people have been asking me. One example that recently happened was a really inspiring story that I want to share with you. On last Thursday night, got a message from a friend who said a friend of his has recently moved to New York. She's looking for a job. Can she hop on the calls? I said, of course. She hopped on the call and told us that (laughs) she had just moved here and she basically has 30 days to find a job. And do I love a challenge like this? The group all kind of collaborated as much as possible, as quick as possible to brainstorm ideas on events, communities, companies, people to support this friend. So I live for moments like this where there's an opportunity to hopefully help somebody out like this. This is just one example of what the calls are like. In general, it's a very safe space for people to share wins, set goals, discuss challenges, talk about companies that they're interested in, try to get introductions to recruiters, to people that could be hiring managers, teams that could be interesting for somebody. And also a lot of times it's interview prep. I don't know about you, but (laughs) interview prep for a job, something I hadn't done for a while. And I was shocked. I'm not the only one that was like that. So one of the main benefits of the group is what I would consider a group coaching type of experience 
to help somebody prepare for an interview, a meeting, or a conversation that's about to happen that they may not be as comfortable that they'd like. So sometimes people say, I struggled answering this question. Does anybody have a better way forward, another way that I could answer it? And when you hear three or five other people or more responding to this generously in sync in the moment, it's really powerful and helpful. So like most things, things take practice. And as we get older, sometimes we forget about habits, skills that we got more comfortable with, like interviewing for a job. Whenever we're starting something new, we should think about what I consider the three P's. We must continue to prepare, practice, and then perfect. Prepare, practice, and then perfect. So those are just some of the ideas and some things that have been happening during these calls. And I wanted them to share with you and mostly let you know that if you're in New York City or San Francisco or remote and you're looking to hop on this call, please reach out to me. Let me know. Tag me. Email me. It's a free call. It's twice a week. It may not be like this forever, but I feel like it's an important conversation that needs to happen. And if I can be there and the group can be there to support other people as they're working through something like this, I would be honored for the chance for you to join the conversation. And yeah, there's no pitches. It's free. Um, Please let me know. Another idea that I'd wanted to share with you all is a concept by Jordan Harbinger, who has an amazing podcast, um, The Jordan Harbinger Show. And he talks a lot about digging the well before you're thirsty. And what he means by that is making sure that you've built up enough trust, credibility, support before you make an ask from a friend. So related to career advice, he's got a lot of it, which is really great. One of the concepts that I wanted to share here with you is he says, make a list of 10 people that are ideally in different parts of your network that know you from in different areas. And these are the 10 people that you would likely reach out to when you left your job. And his idea is to don't wait to send, send those people a quick update, tell them about something you're excited about, a new skill, new problem that you want to solve. Um, because it's best to get ahead of this conversation before the last minute. So hope that's helpful. Make a list of 10 people and reach out to them and just give them a quick update um, and dig the well before you're thirsty. Thanks for the advice, Jordan. Another thing that comes up in the calls and is something that I've been thinking about is how do you support somebody when you know that they're transitioning? I think the most important thing is to support them, to celebrate them, Um, but also understand that there's a lot going on and sometimes it can be uncomfortable. So the way that I think that's most effective is ask if you can make introductions to them for them, find new roles, companies, teams that are hiring and send that to them. They'll really, really appreciate it during these times of transitions 
if you can be a, a beacon of light for them. Um, and sometimes they may want to talk about how the process is going and maybe they won't. So please respect during transitions. Sometimes can be very tough. So what does this actually mean about my overall portfolio career? Taking ownership of my career. Even if I'm transitioning, what does this really all mean? And I always try to think about things in terms of chapters in your life, in your movie, in your career, and know that things are may last longer, may last, you know, a couple of years, maybe six months. And just to always think about that this is just another chapter. And what's most important is that you build lasting skills, relationships in a body of work that nobody can take away from you. So if it means starting a blog, writing a book, creating a podcast, starting a dinner series, something that you can help and connect with people can really go a long way. So the questions are, what are you creating? Who are you organizing? How are you teaching? Can start really small, but I know over time, these skills, these relationships, and the satisfaction that you'll come, that you'll get from doing all this will really be rewarding and compound over time. And the best part is the process and the journey, whew, it's thrilling. And I hope this helps you. Before we go to question and answer section of the podcast, which you can always leave a question on my website at PortfolioCareerPodcast.com. I want to let you know that there's a list of resources that I've been gathering on my website. I hope they're helpful. And as a reminder, we are our biggest blockers from our success. The most important part is to recognize this and to, and to have these conversations that you want to have, especially if you're not seeing them happen. That was kind of how I was thinking about this job searching with friends. And I'm so grateful for what's happened from it. And I know the same thing will happen for you. And I can't wait to see it. So as a reminder, if you or anyone you know is looking for a job, ideally in New York City or San Francisco or DC, please let me know. And thank you for your support and your interest. And excited for you to build and grow your portfolio career. And now I'm so grateful for having a question come in. And here we go. Hi, David. It's Kimberly Sherwood in Colorado. I've just been listening to your podcast and really diving in a little bit more. I loved episode 50. So creative. Wonderful. It's inspired me. But today I thought I would reach out because one thing that struck me in contemplating this whole idea of the portfolio career is the power of recognizing when we are doing career-oriented things, but the compensation is in something other than money. So we're compensated with joy, with self-expression, with creativity, with meaning, with community, etc. And I have spent the totality of my career in part being compensated by work I do and in part being compensated in other ways that have been 
blessings beyond measure. So that's my thought. If you think it would be of interest to you and your listeners, I'd love to explore this idea a little more fully. Thank you. Thank you so much for this question, Kimberly. It's a great one. You're doing amazing work and your community is so much better because of it. Thank you so much for doing it. There's been many people that I've interviewed on the podcast that have and do meaningful work in the community. And sometimes they may not get paid for it, but it may be a way for them to build trust and for them to organize certain people and from which then the that could turn into other type of work or maybe they utilize some other skills in another area that is more lucrative to them but get so much joy and satisfaction like you mentioned i think that that's the beauty of the portfolio career is designing your life around who you can support how you can grow as a person how you can help other people and if it's given you joy and satisfaction, I think that's the most important thing. And unfortunately, to your point about you may not be as compensated as much, but who knows, maybe things will change in the future. I think as if you follow your heart and there's interest and support for what you're doing, all things will always work out in the long run. It's just a matter of time. And as I mentioned, I think that this is the beauty of a portfolio career is designing the life around contribution, impact, learning, creation, business growth. I hope this helps. And like I said, Kimberly, this is such great work. So I'm so I'm so glad that you brought this up. And uh, yeah, excited for your portfolio career. Keep it up. As I mentioned, I'm so grateful for this question. And we will be back with another podcast next week. So excited for you to build and grow your portfolio career. Thank you so much.